tis the season for giving. And what's better than giving more to everyone you love? With Celebrations Passport from 1-800-Flowers.com, I can enjoy unlimited free shipping on everything, from flowers to gourmet gifts across their entire family of brands, which means sharing more with the special people in my life, now and all throughout the year. Shop 1-800-Flowers.com stream and share holiday joy today. Being gifty, my calendar can be a chaotic place. Three birthdays and my anniversary all in the next month. That's why I use Celebrations Passport from the 1-800-Flowers family of brands. Celebrations Passport gives me free shipping on thousands of amazing gifts. And the more gifts I give, the more perks and rewards I earn. Giving is easy with Celebrations Passport. Learn more at 1-800-Flowers.com stream. That's 1-800-Flowers.com stream. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. You're listening to The Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. The drug uh, Plaquenil, under investigation as a possible treatment for COVID-19, has attracted more controversy for Michiganders. Governor Whitmer facing some criticism for cracking down on any inappropriate prescribing of that medication. Dr. Fred Mazur joins us now. Tonight, news about potentially promising, though so far scientifically unproven drugs to combat coronavirus. On Sunday, the FDA giving emergency authorization to add two anti-malarial medications to the national stockpile, chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine, to be distributed to hospitals. According to the FDA, anecdotal reports suggest that these drugs may offer some benefit. Already, hospitals and doctors have been prescribing the medication, with clinical trials underway... President Trump today, again, just flat out wrong in public um, about this malaria drug that has gotten stuck in his mind quite some distance from the fact. Yesterday, President Trump proclaimed that that drug had been approved as a coronavirus treatment and would be available almost immediately for use. That is not true at all. It is not at all approved for coronavirus treatment. The president again today touted several drugs that he believes might help against coronavirus. He again used the word game changer today for one of them, a malaria drug, chloroquine. He told the story of a man whom he did not name who took the drug and recovered. This is a little bit like testing new tires on a moving car. Tomorrow, clinical trials will begin in New York for a malaria medication dispensed in combination with an antibiotic to treat coronavirus. It's day 74 of the coronavirus pandemic in America, and we've been closely following the trials of a promising drug combination that treats the virus, hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin, commonly known as z The FDA has just given emergency approval to use hydroxychloroquine to treat COVID-19. To treat COVID-19. State Representative Tavia Golonsky, a Democrat from Ohio's 35th district, and remember that's a state rep, tweeted Sunday after President Trump spoke about hydrochloroquine at his daily press briefing. Quote, I can't take it anymore. I've been to The Hague. I'm making a referral for crimes against humanity tomorrow. 
Today's press conference was the last straw. I know the need for a prosecution referral when I see one. Unquote. Golonsky was a magistrate before she got into the state house in Ohio. Of course, Golonsky is referring to the International Criminal Court at The Hague, which the United States does not recognize. We don't recognize it for the fact that to do so would put a non-constitutional adjudicating body above our Constitution, our rule of law, and our Supreme Court. Because we don't recognize the ICC, it has no teeth, no authority, nothing. Now, Golonsky either doesn't understand that her referral means diddly-squat, which makes her a blithering idiot, forgot that her referral means less than the New York Times at the bottom of a birdcage, which puts her in Joe Biden's forgetfulness group, or as a political opportunist, which puts her ethics below that of shyster attorneys and CNN and MSNBC. We also need to look at her motivation via her campaign contributions. We need to see if she took any checks or quid pro quo in-kind contributions from Big Pharma, and here's why. In several locations around the world, including Australia, France, and ironically China, hydroxychloroquine, when combined with Zithromax and zinc, have proven incredibly effective against the COVID-19 virus, both as a treatment after infection and as a prophylactic. But can hydroxychloroquine provide effective treatment of COVID-19? The studies are underway. Researchers who conducted a recently updated observational study in France reported hydroxychloroquine combined with azithromycin allowed patients to rapidly discharge from highly contagious wards because they were less contagious. A new study of 62 pneumonia patients in Wuhan, China was encouraging. Patients who received hydroxychloroquine had one day less of coughing and fever. Their pneumonia improved in 81% of patients receiving the malaria pill, as opposed to only 55% in controls. All of these improvements were statistically significant, which makes doctors more comfortable acting on the results. The Chinese researchers also noticed that none of their lupus patients already taking hydroxychloroquine developed COVID-19, and none of their COVID-19 patients had lupus. This observation, paired with data showing that hydroxychloroquine is active against the COVID-19 virus in a laboratory setting, prompted researchers at my hospital, New York Presbyterian, and the University of Minnesota to start trials seeking to prevent illness in those recently exposed. Some say we shouldn't rush to treat before the larger U.S. clinical trials are complete in a few months. But for others, watching the death toll rise, if there's even a slim chance that hydroxychloroquine will save lives, now is the time to begin treatments. This would mean that any big pharma concocted high-priced cure that would hold the treasuries of the world hostage to political extortion wouldn't be so critical to achieve. And let me further juxtapose Golonsky's ignorance with this. A poll of 6,227 physicians in 30 countries across three continents, conducted by the global healthcare polling company Sermo, found that they believe hydroxychloroquine to be the best treatment for COVID-19. Further, the poll found that the United States has the lowest percentage of physicians prescribing the drug, although that number is growing. 
Sermo CEO Peter Kirk is quoted as saying, Physicians should have more of a voice in how we deal with the pandemic and be able to quickly share information with one another around the world, unquote. He alluded to the poll results, albeit his organizations, as a treasure trove of global insight for policymakers. And let's file this under the blind squirrel finding a nut column. Bloomberg, of all places, reports that more than 99% of the coronavirus fatalities in Italy, one of the world's COVID-19 hotspots, were people who suffered from previous medical conditions, i.e. they were already identified as vulnerable, sometimes three times over. The Instituto Superiore de Sanita, Italy's National Health Authority, discovered, post-mortem, that of the 132,547 COVID-19 cases, only 0.2% of the 16,523 fatalities, as opposed to the 22,837 who have recovered completely, were free and clear of any known pre-existing condition. Those who died did so from complications related to COVID-19 in concert with their pre-existing conditions. The Institute categorized those conditions as high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease, among others. Additionally, Italy has a state-run health care system that has established guidelines that mandate, and I quote from The Atlantic, not the most right-leaning publication out there, Those who are too old to have a high likelihood of recovery, or who have too low a number of life years left, even if they would survive, would be left to die. To be more succinct, Italy's not treating COVID-19 elderly patients who present with an advanced stage of coronavirus. Ain't socialized medicine wonderful? But I digress. Again, I am not saying that the COVID-19 virus event we are experiencing isn't serious. It is. What I am saying is that it is being exploited by opportunistic politicians and special interests who would glean benefit through chaos and overhyped by the media for ideological purposes. Given the extremes to which our society has stooped during this event, and as an aside, Hoarders should take a good, long look in the mirror to examine what kind of people they have become. Given those extremes, wouldn't employing the hydroxychloroquine cocktail within the non-vulnerable community be a positive step towards marginalizing this virus? Rather than investing in the panic that saw New York and Michigan's governors reverse their ban on hydroxychloroquine, only to now passionately exclaim they need more access to the drug. Why not remain calm, use common-sense hygiene protocols in mass, employ what is now a clinically effective avenue of treatment to the non-vulnerable, and sure-footedly develop treatments and vaccines for the less resilient? We all must stop feeding at the trough of media, political, and special interest manipulation. In our fast-paced, gotta-have-it-now, instant gratification world, we have to take the time to inform and educate ourselves on issues and seek out facts. Just like our addictions to cell phones and social media, we have become dependent on the information we consume via the usual suspect media outlets, and a cursory look into their motives points to two things. One, 
They are for-profit entities that compete using sensationalism and two, each of them are not without their ideological biases and agendas. Gone are the days of journalism based on just the facts and who, what, where, when, and how. Today we have opinion-based news that preys on emotions and puts more weight into the speculative why of every story. True, fact-based journalism, if not dead, is in critical condition with questionable chances for recovery. Guess it's a good thing Italy isn't in control of journalism's destiny. Let me close with the famous quote from Rahm Emanuel, former chief of staff to President Barack Obama, the most progressive president in modern times, and former mayor of Chicago. You never want a serious crisis to go to waste. I'll be right back with my Monday segment on the Captain's America with Matt Bruce, broadcast to over 2 million people through the Salem Communications Network right after this. This is a little bit like testing new tires on a moving car. Tomorrow, clinical trials will be President Trump today, again, just flat out wrong about this malaria drug that has gotten stuck in his mind quite some distance from the fact, quite some distance from the fact. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. This is a rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. AM930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. is the Captain's America Third Watch. Coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Captain's America Third Watch Monday morning edition. I am the Captain Matt Bruce as we broadcast tomorrow's news tonight right here from my flagship station, AM 860, The Answer, in Tampa, Florida, and my Moss Family Automotive Studio to great radio stations across America, in the Caribbean, and around the world, too, via the Internet and streaming on the satellite live online right now. Now, a special shout-out goes to our military men and women, to our EMTs, our firefighters, our police, our hospital and room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Border Patrol, security officers, the U.S. Coast Guard and all those helping in the coronavirus COVID-19 effort 
keeping us free and safe. And to all the people working the Third Watch, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers, bakers, maintenance, janitorial workers, mechanics, construction workers, bulk mail centers, along with the Uber, Lyft, taxi, and bus drivers, and all those roughnecks working the oil rigs wherever they're at all around the world. Thanks for keeping America rolling along. And don't forget to check out the official Captain's America Third Watch Facebook page. That's the official Captain's America Third Watch Facebook page. Follow us over there. And also on Twitter at Captain's America. Well, joining us right now from Underground USA is Frank Salvato. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Good morning, Mr. Captain. Let's say the pledge and get rolling. You ready? You got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, to the flag of, of the United, United States, States of America, America and to the, to the republic for which it stands, which it stands one, nation one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize the two words, ladies and gentlemen, under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, first of all, uh, in the COVID-19 world that we live in, Boris Johnson was hospitalized days after he uh, apparently had contracted coronavirus and he was taken in for precautionary measures and a bunch of other tests. I don't believe uh, he's in serious condition, but it's bad enough to put him in the hospital for that, at least. Well, they they made a, a big deal out of saying it was for precautionary measures, so he could he could be showing no signs. Nobody knows, but they've, they've decided to put him in the hospital because he's a world leader. Probably not a bad idea. I wish everybody else had that kind of luxury, but there we go. Now, we do know that with the COVID-19, there have been a number of different models out there. Some have been right and some have been wrong. And we do know that yesterday, New York's daily deaths for yesterday and the day before fell for the first time so far. That's a good sign. I'm going to preface this by saying most of the models have been wrong. Some of the models have been close to being right. But, you know, indeed, not not two weeks ago, we were told there were going to be millions of deaths in the That's United right. States. Mm-hmm. We've got 9,648 as of this morning. Mm-hmm. Cases are only 337,000. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, and, and I'm not saying this is not, a serious thing and that everybody should be taking precautions. But the media is blowing this insanely out of proportion Mm -hmm. to the numbers that we are seeing. There are other things happening in the world. Instead of coronavirus, 24, 7, 365, 24 hours a day. You know, what's, what's happening with, with special prosecutor, you know, with Durham, we're going to get into that, (laughs) you know, I mean, uh, how many CEOs have uh, from, from major corporations have resigned in the last three weeks? We haven't heard anything about it. A bunch. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, so there, there are things going on that are affecting the world, both Mm -hmm. economically and, and, and for our well-being and legally and politically that it's being, it's just being dwarfed by the fact that somebody wants to tell you how to make a face mask out of a B cup bra. (laughs) I don't know about that. Last I heard it was out of a, uh, let's see, out of a scarf. The scarf. Well, see, everybody's industrious today. Well, let's talk for just a second before we run out of time here about the industriousness of the United States uh, manufacturers, small companies included. 
We have mobilized this country to the likes of which most young people have never seen and don't remember their parents who lived during World War II telling them what we did during World War II to to just change this country and go from a peacetime footing to a war footing and just build tanks and ships and planes and you name it, bombs and ammunition and whatnot. Now it's about... Uh, uh, masks and uh, uh, caps and uh, protective gowns they have to wear and the little shoes and all that stuff. And I watched a bunch of Explorer Scouts yesterday that were buying up shower caps and sending them to the hospitals because that's an industrious way to get things done. Yeah, you've got everything from the guy who who owns my pillow to uh, uh, small pizzerias in in Chicago who figured out how to how to help make facial shields for the hospital workers. It's this is something that we haven't seen nope. uh, since World War II. And you know, this is, when you stop teaching history in the classrooms, even re- even recent history like that, yeah, you know, this thing seems unique. Our country can come together when it wants to. It, it did after 9-11. It, it did during World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, to a certain extent, it did during Korea. So, you know, if you keep the politics out of it and you focus directly on what needs to be done, we're pretty damn good. Yeah, and, you know, when we talk about this, the first responders, I think all the time of the firefighters, the police officers, the guys on the ambulances, because uh, you and I have done uh, both when it comes to the firefighting and the ambulances, and uh they are they are the ones out there when they answer a call, they never know what they're walking into. And every day, every day, every day, I say a little prayer for them because I know how tough it is to do the job. Yeah, and and now the, especially today, nurses. Yeah, you've got to start. You've got to start throwing nurses into the into that front line uh, type of mentality because today they are our heroes. All right, hold that thought. Folks, when we come back, we're going to talk to you about, imagine this, John Durham and what he's up to, because he's up to a lot. Wait till we tell you. Be right back. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yeah, you are. This portion of the program brought to you by my friends at Moss Nissan. Moss is spelled M-A-U-S. The website, Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Now, let me tell you a little bit about something. We know everybody's keeping their cars a little bit longer, or maybe instead of purchasing a brand new vehicle you might be trading your used vehicle for another used vehicle maybe in a little better condition etc etc but either way either way let me tell you about the service that comes along with it because at moss nissan if you buy a new or certified pre-owned vehicle you get moss care now if you're just looking to get your vehicle worked on Veterans, active duty military, and first responders, active or retired, plus all military family members and church pastors, too, get 15% off when you get your vehicle serviced at a Moss Nissan or Moss Acura dealer near you. Now, they also have something called the antimicrobial treatment that comes with the Moss care in your vehicle. 
It's engineered to seek and destroy viruses and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And the second application is free because, you see, when you buy a vehicle, you've already got it to begin with. So head on into Moss Nissan. Check about getting the vehicle sanitized or your oil changed or whatever it is you want to do. And I'll tell you what, make sure you tell them the captain sent you. Because if you want to buy a vehicle, it'll save you more money off the vehicle, number one, $500. And it'll also see to it that you get the discount for being a veteran, active military, first responder, active retired church pastor, or a member of a military family. So you've got Tampa, 11001 North Florida Avenue for Moss Nissan and Moss Acura. You've got Crystal River, US 19. For Moss Nissan. And of course, you've got Moss Nissan in Newport Ritchie at 19 and 54. Check them out. You'd be glad you did. And tell them the captain sent you. All right. Frank Silvato is here from the Underground USA podcast. And welcome back again, sir. Mr. Captain. Let's talk about the cocktail that a lot of people aren't talking about. And yesterday, what caught everybody's attention again was President Trump said, hmm, I might consider taking the hydri- the hydroxychloroquine. I might consider taking that. He should, and so should everybody else. In in uh, just it, in almost one hundred percent of the of the of the cases that have been where it's been applied, it's been effective. Yep. And and the FDA has given the okay for it to be applied for this purpose, and it is prophylactic in nature as well as something that can be given after symptoms develop, which means people can take it and they won't develop symptoms. It's worth a try given the damage that this thing is doing to the American economy. Mm -hmm. By the way, so since you have almost a 100% success rate, when you look at it, how it's been applied clinically, it's time to try this and stop running around screaming. The sky is falling. Mm -hmm. By the way, LJ is chiming in saying, I think Frank is correct on the media overblowing the uh, COVID situation. While it is extremely serious, people should Google the deaths in the United States in 2019 from the flu. It was 34,000. We have approximately 10,000 to date from the COVID overreaction with uh, shutting down the economy. Just saying, well, great point. Great point. Well, take a look at deaths by motor vehicles. Take a look at deaths by 90,000. Yeah, I mean, we are we are panicking mm-hmm. to the point where you can't buy toilet paper over something because the media is super hyping it and ignoring things that are common that happen every single year, like like the like influenza, mm-hmm. uh, like heart disease, mm-hmm. like suicides, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the slaughter we have on our highways that mm-hmm. you and I know about very very well. Oh, I've seen way too many. Mm-hmm. Yep, just you like know, you. So. Mm-hmm. How about some perspective here, media? Yep. Now let's talk about John Durham, who, according to an an article that came out Friday in the Washington Examiner, is still focusing on John Brennan. Yeah, these are the things that we were all very, very upset about before the coronavirus blasted it on the scene and took over every space on every front page of every news organization anywhere in the world. We've got a, a somebody who's actually finally going after corruption mm-hmm. in government here in the United States, who, who's actually pursuing, uh, pursuing prosecutions against people who have been screwing the country for, for decades, and, and nobody knows about it. Yeah. 
And uh, this is coming to a head here. We don't know how soon, but as long as he continues to uh, go full speed ahead. And I still think somewhere down the line, and I can't put my finger on it, but somewhere down the line, I think somebody's rolled because they were threatened with going to jail, and they were, no, wait a minute, and they were given a chance to roll. And I just don't know who it is, but I think somebody has spilled the beans. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's a, there's a few people at the mid at mid level who were supposed to fall on the sword for for the usual suspects in the in the deep swamp in Washington D.C. Uh, that have decided they don't want to go to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, so so they're they're flipping and giving information when you have a a diligent prosecutor who's willing to put the jigsaw pieces together and it leads to places that are kind of scary, mm-hmm. like like oh my lord, I've got dirt on Hillary Clinton, I might die scary. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone starts knocking on that door because they say, I'm not scared of you, mm-hmm. th- then that should be news. It shouldn't be behind, you know, if I, if I can make a mask out of a squirrel pelt. Mm-hmm. Speaking of masks, Joe Biden last week, towards the end of the week, came out and said the Democratic convention may have to be a virtual convention. And on top of that, we found out at the very same time, top Bernie Sanders advisors were urging him to drop out. Yeah, not three weeks ago, Bernie Sanders was a serious contender for the Democrat Democrat Party nomination. Mm-hmm. You know, and and now all of a sudden he's being asked to drop out, and that's not front page news because because of the coronavirus. This is what I'm talking about by by by. Day changing serious stories that aren't being covered adequately the way they should be, and a virtual convention. The first, what that tells me, and the red flag that pops up in my mind is that Democrats are not raising enough money to throw a convention. That's right. By the way, uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. Who said that? Uh, Rahm Emanuel. And he was. Well, he was the chief of staff to Barack Obama, mm-hmm. and then the mayor of Chicago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, let's uh, continue because we're on a roll here. We've got uh, China, uh, which is uh, creating a problem, obviously. But in the meantime, the price of oil uh, is starting out today at 28.34 a barrel for West Texas crude. That's up 10% from what it was the day before. Uh, Brent crude starting out at 34.11 a barrel. That's up 12% from what it was the day before. Gasoline up to 69 cents a gallon after being 55 cents a gallon last Monday. Now, Saudi Arabia and Russia are pushing negotiations for a historic oil pack, which will continue them on a path to stop their oil war, which is what caused the prices to go into the tank to begin with. Right, and and you're seeing these prices rise now because of the speculation on that relationship. Even though there's not a, a larger demand for gasoline. Oh, we got a glut of oil, oil and gas everywhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and nobody's going anywhere. So we're not using it. We're not using it in our manufacturing. We're not, we're not going on all cylinders, so there's no demand for this. That should tell you where the where the price index kneels before when it comes to oil prices. It's about who controls the oil, not whether it's the supply and demand of oil as the free market would dictate, which is another reason why the United States needs to be energy independent from the shackles that organizations and, and relationships like Russia and OPEC can have on our economy. 
Mm-hmm. Steve in Thailand has said, I agree with the media that they may be overblowing the COVID-19 virus situation. However, there is a difference between the strain of the virus and the normal flu viruses. That is, humans have... Hmm? Everybody knows that. No one's saying there isn't a difference. It's still overblown. Yep. He's saying... So, so the, pe- the people who try to equate saying, but it's not the same. Yeah, everybody gets that. The media's jammed that down our throats. The fact is, when you're, when you're saying that there should be 2 million deaths in the United States two weeks ago and there's only 9,000, it's overblown and that's proof positive, period, dot. Well, he's saying that this would continue to be the case until we have a medicine to treat the COVID-19 virus... Yeah. We've got a medicine to yeah, treat we do. the COVID-19 virus. It's hydroxychloroquine. Yes, and we're not using it. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying we don't have it and reinforcing what the media is saying, oh, we've got to find a cure, oh, my God, we have to do this, why don't we apply the things that are showing in clinical tests to be 100% effective? That's not a bad idea. And like I say, even the president just said he's willing to take it. Well, and, and this is the mentality we have to get out of. We've got something to try. It's not as bad as as the hype is. Let's stop running around with the skies falling. Okie dokie. I'll let you get your blood pressure back down to earth, and we'll talk to you on Friday, my friend. Say hello, my friend. <laughs> All right. That's our buddy Frank Salvato, and Frank and I have been around for 20 years on the same plane. So there you go. All righty. I will be right back with some sports. Speaking of sports with Patrick Island, don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. This podcast segment is brought to you by Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, where the bayou meets the beach. Relax with your friends and family in their surfside restaurant or listen to live music on the outside deck while enjoying their weekly drink specials and a full menu of tasty delights. Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, located at 8649 Gulf Boulevard in Navarre. For more information, log on to www.broussardsbayougrill.com. That's B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D-S, bayougrill.com. Or call 850-396-6098. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe, like, and share our podcast with your friends and family. This podcast can be heard on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and TuneIn, as well as on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Sonos, SoundCloud Spreaker, and Himalaya. This podcast has been a production of the Underground USA Podcast Network. All content is used with permission and exists in the public domain pursuant to the fair use law. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.